sounded like it was an earthquake or something right there, man. Sorry. I'm trying to kill flies or something, man. <laughs> Dang. Man, if you all heard that thump right there, man, that was Sophia, man, putting her hand down and everything like that, man. She's used to putting her foot down and everything. Yep. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Sweet Spot LS. I am, as always, the cute, the adorable, the cuddly, the Drew. Since when? Yes. Oh. I am the Drew. <laughs> The only Drew. And along with me is my co-host. The non-forgettable. Uh-oh. Memorable. Oh. Princess Sophia. There you go, everybody. Princess Sophia. Okay. So we gotta talk about this because it hasn't been discussed. And we've already this is like our twenty-eighth episode. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's our twenty-eighth episode. Are we gonna whoop it up for our thirtieth? I'm hoping to get to our 100. We should, do it. we should do it fully naked and just tease them. You know what? You just kind of ruined it because everybody probably already thinking. Right? You know, there's a there's a there's a podcast on here that where they do it completely naked. They're just so saying, they say. They're just saying that. I know. You never know. You never know. One, one's they in could. a onesie and one's in his work outfit. You know, I, I want to be in a romper. <laughs> so. Okay, so we have to talk about this, everybody. We haven't talked about it, but we got to talk about it. We've Kind of made some hints and everything to this, you know, in a few episodes, but we really got to discuss this. And that is newbies. I love newbies. Newbies in this lifestyle. People that just want to go up there and want to test it out and want to see how far they can get. Just something curious about the lifestyle that they they feel they're probably missing in their their relationship and their sexual life, something they on a bucket list or something they want to try out or anything, but they're just, you know, newbies to me, you know, it's like, I guess sometimes it can be hit and miss. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends on how long they've been thinking about it. It depends on how um, they, how they went about it. Like, who was the pusher? Like I always say, who's the pusher? Who was the initiator? That <laughs> sounds like a drug dealer. Who's the pusher? <laughs> well, literally, who pushed something into something else? But, you know, I, like I said, I think I said it before that when I used to work at Disneyland, my favorite person was the um, person who did the orientation. I love newbies because I like to hear people are just so new to it. They're so excited and they're like, they're ready to get down to it. You know, like virgins. Right. And I'm so excited because I want to be the little something a little bit like their little lifestyle ambassador. Like I want to be like, welcome. And, you know, I'm Sophia. This is Andrew. We love it. You know, we're so invested in the lifestyle. I, I want that because I just like my orientation at Disneyland, that lady was so bubbly and she was so cute and she made me the person who I was when I worked there and I loved working there. So when I, when I come across new people, I want to be super positive about the lifestyle, which I mean, 98% of it is super positive. I mean, hello, we're all playing with each other. So I, I love that about seeing somebody new. And just being positive, oh, my God, you guys should go here. You guys should do this. You guys should definitely see this at least once in your lifetime. And they're just so excited about it getting, they're, like, already getting undressed. You know, I love that. I you, love newbies. You know what, newbies to me, newbies to me are, like, little puppies. 
You know, <laughs> like when they when a puppy, when a newborn puppy or a baby puppy and everything is going, it's like all scared. Like, oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Where do I go? Where do I go? And everything like that. And you could see it in their eyes. Yeah, you could see it. They're so like scared. They're so nervous on what it is and everything. And what I love, what I love about with newbies. Okay, it's like I said, it's hit and miss. But what I love about with newbies is that it's kind of like what we're doing here. We're educating, right? We're going up there. We're we're throwing a little, we're spending a little bit of knowledge. What we've all went we're going through and gone through and stuff. And and uh, what we have of an over over you know, our years of of doing this. Yeah. So I love to be able to talk to these people and 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 inform them how you know what it's like, what to expect, what to to. You know, like how to 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 go about getting involved and deal with the stuff that and comes deal, at you. Yeah, deal with it, all the stuff. Yeah, everything. for sure. And I love that and everything. And like I said, they're like little puppies. They're just like they're like they deer do. caught in the headlight and everything. They don't know where they go left. They don't know where they go right. You know, but it's funny. And then I like to see them like a few weeks down the road. And then you, as much as like she showed up in jeans and a sweater and some boots, you know. And then the next one, she's like full on in a fishnet outfit and her nipples are out and she got a new tattoo on her ass and and it's like ooh like yeah, you jumped nipples in pierced and yeah. you jumped in like, yeah the guy you know yeah, yeah i get that and everything but okay there i mean along with the good side there are some bad sides to it everything okay so you know of course there there's never a good you know there's not something great without some type of possibility of a setback um, and here are some emotional risks about being new and being in the lifestyle. So one of the first ones is getting envy. So to me, getting envious is like, I was just talking to a couple and they're, uh, they're actually Polly. And, you know, she was telling me that her and her boyfriend, they're Polly, they have boyfriends and girlfriends. And she was telling me that, you know, you can come up to this new lifestyle and this new journey together but what if somebody does better than the other like what if you're over here saying I can do this I can do this and you're not finding that your profile is getting as many hits or you're not finding what you think is your type at the time and then here's your your man that was not really into it but all of a sudden this beautiful girl walks up to him and they are everything they are licking they are giggling and you're over here kind of like wait I want that so getting envious could be you you seeing your other half doing better than you and it happens it happens and and we've talked about before like taking one for the team you meet another couple and one is one is more um one is more attractive than the other and you take one for the team so that your partner can have his session, his fantasy. And, you know, so getting envious really shouldn't be a thing because you're both deciding to do this amazing, exciting lifestyle. And yes, we all have ups and downs. We've gone to parties, never played. We've gone to another party, had a 10 person orgy. It's always ups and downs. And that's why you as a couple have got to talk to each other and say, look, if we don't play tonight, oh, well, we're going to go home and have some amazing sex, go on the way home, grab some tacos and say goodnight to each other in each other's arms. There's a lot of people in lifestyle that don't even have that. So getting, getting envious shouldn't really be a thing, but it happens. 
what are your thoughts? Well, okay. So I look at it like this. Okay, you're right. Don't be envious. Don't don't worry about that because I, the first thing that comes into anybody's mind, I know because I was there. You were there. You know, we we went out there and we said, okay, we're interested in this. We're curious of this, but we don't know if we can do it. We don't know if we can jump into the into the the uh the <laughs> the pool of uh of naughtiness and everything you know of uh you know sodom and gomorrah <laughs> you know in a way you know um Amen. i know huh? and so we don't know they when 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 they get jump into it everything okay so the first thing the first thing uh, I, this is a guy's point of view okay when he goes up there and he says damn uh is my dick big enough First thing, first fucking thing, is my dick big enough to, right. to compete? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they think about it as that. They think about it as a competition, like competing with it. You know, is she? Is this woman going to like it? Is she going to, am I going to fuck her better than anybody else that's ever fucked her before? Oh, is well, I never heard my wife or my spouse or my girlfriend or whatever make those kind of noises with me. I remember that. Why is she doing that with, with him? Yeah, I remember that. Or her, you know? Well, you know yeah that's definitely a thought but it shouldn't i mean obviously nobody there really isn't the same every, not everybody has the same size dick so they're always going to be di they're always going to feel different there's always going to be that man like i said before that um he knows his strengths and weaknesses and so he's going to put you in a position that feels good for him and hopefully feels good for you so yeah you might as you might just make a different sound than you did with your last person but that right. that comes with being with a different person because not everybody fucks the same way yeah that's true and but that's a that's the problem is that they don't know that in the beginning yeah they don't know that in the beginning see when okay when i started off okay i was you know says a single guy you know, I did the whole thing. You know, oh man, is my dick big enough? Oh man, oh I gotta, and I had I was gunshot. I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. I was gunshot for two years. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It was hard for me to do it because I got all these other guys that are around me that are trying to fuck the one girl and you know trying to do what I can. And you know, at first I'm like, oh, I need the door closed. Oh, I needed to just be you and I. And we've had people like that. We've had single guys and and yeah. and some single ladies. You know, they need the door closed. They need this. They need that one on one. They whatever. Everything. But then all of a sudden, you know, when I started after after a while, I was up there as like, you know what? I don't need to compete. No. I don't need to compete and everything with everybody else. I'm just gonna do what I do and go from there. It's about having fun. It is. It was, it was when I when I saw it as that, when I saw it as that, I'm gonna go have fun. I'm gonna go have a good time. I'm gonna go up there, I'm gonna meet some good people, I'm gonna, you know, just dance whatever and everything you know and, and and that's another thing that i tell you you know as a newbie find your niche you know find your niche find find it is it with it like okay when we do parties what's the one thing you know or that you'll say you like seeing me do politicking <laughs> not that one <laughs> like that. but like when you go up there and I like you know to see you do a lot of things okay but that one thing that a lot of people say, oh, Andrew's going to do it now. Andrew's gonna do oh, it. when you do your lap dance. Yeah, when I start dancing, right? I do. Whenever I start dancing, people take notice. Well, just like I told you, our friend that has that bag of tricks, yeah. that bag of toys, that's his niche. Right. And then we got the rope guy. That's right. his niche. Right. And if you go, like, there's a couple that are out there, right? 
the wife, the husband, he's kind of quiet and everything, but he's he's really nice guy. And the wife, she's really out there. She's she was at the she was at our party in, in Riverside, not the pool one, but the other one. And uh, she went out there. and She was bare breasted and everything. And uh, she's just always she's always doing that. Every party she does, she's bare breasted and she's got nice boobs, mm-hmm. you know, big boobs. But you know, that's her thing. She's out there. She's outgoing. She's you know, and that's her, and thing. That's her thing. That's the how she gets known. She takes a lot of pictures like that. And so, you know, you got to find, you got to find what it is that you are comfortable with. If you're comfortable with uh, going up there and um, you're a comedian, say some jokes, man. Get the party going. You know me, like I've been called the, what is it my ex calls me? The show pony. The show pony. Okay. I do. I I go out there. And I, I almost said shit show. That's shit show. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what her I went through. Uh, so I go out there and I and I and I create a little bit of character into the parties that we do. So when you're a newbie, okay, go up there and find who you're comfortable with. Find out exactly what you're looking at first. What you're looking for. When you when you find what you're looking for, you're more prone to having better times because. Uh, you don't have to. You're you, doing your comfort exactly, level. Exactly. You're in your comfort level. Well, another one of these emotional risks about being a newbie, um, feeling neglected during or or and after a session. So one time uh, at a party, there was a couple and um, she actually, maybe it was a gangbang. But the point is that they weren't newbies, but I loved what they did. So what they did was. After she played, they kind of got their things together. You know, they had played in a room and they both went to the bathroom. They both went to the bathroom to either get dressed, clean up, but they did it together. Right. So I thought that that was, I mean, you know, like we're talking about feeling neglected during and that's why I love to see you. I like to be in the room with you. I don't feel neglected because you're right there. You are right there. And this couple, their point of leaving the room together and going and get dressed in the bathroom. One of my favorite times of us going out is the post party conversation. I love after we like take off, it's not really talking shit section, but what it is is like, Oh my God. Okay. Did you see this? Oh my God. Did And it's not really talking. Right. Shit. It's, it's just us getting together and just saying everything we want to say in the car. Right. And that's like our after party kind of like, you know, so like that couple taking that time to go back into the, the bathroom, whether they're having their little shit talking session really Power fast. Sessions. Yeah. Or like him just helping her clean up or her cleaning up in front of him. You know that I think that's great. I think you guys should have that moment together at every party. Another way, um, you know, after before, you know. I knew a couple once I saw them before they got intimate with another couple. They took the time to make out or have a really good passionate kiss before they played with the other couple. Uh-huh. So this couple, they, they touched each other. They were naked. They touched each other. They kissed each other. He felt on her. And, and it was a very, really nice kiss. And after that, it was like, go do your thing, honey. Go, go do that. Go have fun. Well, again, like I said, there are people that, that, that just didn't Okay. Look at our party that came up. That single girl that, that, uh, that, uh, came to our party. She was very like antisocial and just very, uh, you know, she was so scared or whatever. And she was just so, you know, just distant from everybody. You know I mean? She made everybody else uncomfortable, but then all of a sudden we found out that she was a, 
sadomasochist or something like that. And so then she went out there and her her uh, her girl dom told her to go get her bullwhip. As soon as she went to go get her bullwhip, she was so happy. She was whack. She was snapping it and everything. She was just she was just in a, her entire different element now. Yeah. Because she knew what her what her her pleasure part was. Yeah. You know what I mean? She knew that, you know, that's what she liked. And so she went and got that and she was snapping it and she felt great, you know, and that's what you are. When you're a newbie, figure it out what you, what you want. You know, like I said, I'll talk about it. It's very, it's a very emotional thing. An- another one of these emotional um, ideas is that falling for the third person. Mm. So this right here says, um, you know, Let's say you're a couple and there's your fantasy. You want another girl. You want another man in the bedroom. There's a possibility. We're in a very emotional lifestyle. And here, right here in this article, there's a few words of wisdom. So it says right here, discuss the probability before you take somebody to bed. On the off chance that I had a nickel for every swinger who got affections for a sex partner, I'd purchase an incredibly huge extravagant bed for a threesome. Try not to believe you're one way or another you're that you're not vulnerable to this it's a very emotional exchange between two people when you when you do what this is saying and you talk to your partner and 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 you say you know what if you feel the need to like be extremely emotional with somebody that could almost hurt you more than cheating behind their back but talking with somebody and being emotionally involved with that person that can really screw you up and you know when I like when they say talk about that so I would talk to you and say look I tried this with a friend unfortunately it didn't work but me and my friend we decided to kind of do this um kind of a exchange of partner so I had this partner and my he wanted a relationship. And I said, you know, I'm not really into that, but I like what we do. I like our sessions. And my friend at the time said, I want a relationship. That's what I want. And so she raised her hand and I said, you know what, girl, go for it. I trust you. We had a talk and our talk basically said, look, thank you. Thank you for letting me allow this. Thank you for letting me, you know, play with your friend. Thank you for letting me get emotionally involved with your friend. But let's talk about this. We've been friends for so long. Let's say for some reason something happens. Let's say one of us is feeling neglected more so than the other one. We're going to pull the plug. It's me and you, girl. I've been your best friend for so long. It's me and you, girl. If we don't like the way this is going, one person's not feeling good, let's pull the plug. Let's do it together because no matter what, at the end of the day, we're best friends, just like sisters. And we made this rule. And this rule was great. I thought that everything was going to go according to plan with this rule. And we talked about it. Things don't go well. We're pulling the plug. And he even knew that. He knew that. What happened? Things were not going right. Things did not pan out the way he had promised us or we had promised him. And I screamed the safe word. I screamed, hey, this is not going according to plan. I screamed, pull the plug. And one of us did not want to. Right. One of us fell in love. and you know what? I decided to pull the plug on the whole thing, pull the plug on him, pull the plug on her. I've never been happier. Right. So talk about it. Talk about the probability of something like that happening. Talk about what's going to happen. And, and 
you know what? It may never happen. It may never happen. But at least you guys said something. Talk about it. 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 When you're done talking about it, talk about it some more. So here's another one. The other one is keeping the lifestyle a secret. A lot of people, like I said, everybody has their own uh, start and go on this. Some people, they've got pineapple tattoos. Their purse is a pineapple. Their T-shirts are pineapples. God love them so much. I love that you guys are so supportive. You guys are not scared. Um, and you know what? We talk a lot about that. You know, for me, myself, I personally love a dirty little secret. I love that I can walk into a, um, a market, look at this other mom. I have kids too, but look at this other mom and say, girl, you don't even know what I did this weekend, you know, <laughs> but that's my dirty little secret. That's, that's the way I want to uphold my lifestyle. So one, if you know, out of these new people, one partner is like, hey, you know what? I'm not really going to do that whole thing. I'm not going to tell my friends. But if you want to do that, let's talk about that. Because I don't want your friends to look at me sideways because I want to be more personal about it. And you want to tell everybody, talk about that. Does one person want to keep it hidden and one person wants to be loud about it? Talk about what you guys want from this lifestyle. Just because you're newbies and you're starting the lifestyle does not mean you got to support the pineapple. Right. But if you should be on the same level for sure about it. So one of the other ones is partners can disagree. Exactly what we've been saying. One partner needs to swing and the other partner will consent to this and just be a cheerful cheerleader on the side. That, that, that That's not going to make for a good relationship. That's not gonna, yeah, that's not going to work out at all. We have seen it. We have seen it in, in other couples' eyes, whether you be new or whether you be an OG at this lifestyle. We've seen certain partners. So you see like, the, the female she's out there she wants to be with the girl she wants to do this she's calling people she really wants to live this lifestyle up and the husband he's kind of just um living life at the parties he's not really trying to hook up starting conversations yes but he's never closing the deal he's never saying hey let's go to a room it's the wife that's doing it you know and, and that's just an example but what, what i'm saying is that Somewhere, somehow, he has not gotten his fix, and she is, and she's running with that ball, and she's doing everything she can to score, and he's just like, hmm. right. it makes for a super off-level partnership, and everybody can feel that. As much as you think, oh, no, 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 people don't realize that, we've come across so many couples that they may think they're being very uh, sly about it, but we can see it. We can see you guys. Um, another one is difficulties to find honest and genuine play partners. I've told you guys before that couples have their own agendas. If you are a couple and you are steady and secure at your relationship and you're meeting another couple and they have a whole hidden agenda, you got to figure that out as well as like asking the right questions. So, you know, like when we were on our cruise, you I was the whole, how are you guys doing? Where are you guys from? I was that bubbly welcome person. Right. And then you got down to business. What's your level of play? So we kind of took on a, we kind of took on this partnership questionnaire as far as like. We knew our roles. Yeah. You say hi and I'm going to find out where they're at. And, and, and you finding out where they were at was very truthful because you want to like well, there were some people were full swap couples. So there were some people, oh, we're swap swap, we're soft swap. We don't play in the same room, and that's not us. So we knew you were not going to be the right fit. You could have been super attractive. You could have been super attracted to us, but 
if we were not on the same level, we were not going to make a good match. Right. And somebody was going to be difficult at the end of that. Right. Um, I love this one because I, I read it to myself and I was like, mm-hmm. So it says here, swinging can be time consuming. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when we're hosting GBs. I could make that a 10 hour job answering, talking, um, welcoming, um, supporting single men and friends. Where? Where is it be? What are your parties like? What's the vibe at your party? What are the age limits of people? It is extremely tight. Well, so that's why I think about it is you got to understand, like, you got to understand yourself. What are you doing this? Are you doing this just for, you know, where you're constantly you're in it to be in it, or are you just doing it once every six months? Well, you know, there are some people like I, I get it. There are some people that are not as invested and the people that are not as invested. They I mean, we all have families, friends, work that we need to pay attention to. And there are some people that don't do this very often. And um, like they don't they're just not in it all the time, but they will find and they will be into a couple for what, like a month or a couple weeks, a month. And they want to know that couple because yeah. they want to get comfortable. And that's great. But what happens a lot? There's a lot of flakes in this lifestyle. Yeah. So you've been talking to a couple for like three weeks to a month and it's time. Let's go out to have some drinks afterwards. Let's see what happens. We'll go. We'll go get a room. What happens? You guys are excited. You guys get dressed up, new outfits, everything. Everybody's excited on the same page. We can't make it. Make we don't it. have a babysitter. We don't have a babysitter. Right. Or can't make it tonight. How about next week? And then next weekend never happens. Right. So, you know, I'm they like, lose contact. They lose contact, you know. So definitely, you know, it's time consuming, but ask all the right questions. You know, write it down. Like write the right, write down the right questions you really want to know. Um and and stick to it so the very last one is fears can surface i get that part because a lot of things that i didn't think i was fearful of has already happened so i'm actually i'm i feel like i'm a little bit ahead of the game because like i said i lost my really good friend to something i lost my really good friend on the hopes that we were going to make it you know and we're we were only we were platonic friends but that sucks she was like a sister so my worst fears have already happened i have lost a partner um just simply because he no longer was into it and and i never i didn't really like blame him for that you know but that sucks because i kind of thought that we were going to keep going keep having fun and all that good stuff but um so you know be be um you know, be, be well aware, be right. well aware of what you, what you, what you're starting. Lex. Okay. That's the last one. That's the last one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, th that's the thing about it is that you, you, you have to know, you have to be aware what you want out of this lifestyle. You have to be aware of what could happen. Okay. And it, you know, it's just like work, right? When you go out there and you start a career, what do you try to do? You try to get a mentor. You try to get somebody who already knows the game, who already knows that could teach you the way, you know, could be, you're the Padawan to the Jedi, right. you know, when you're a newbie, you're a Padawan. Okay. You go up there and you decide, Hey, you know, this, we're going to take on the reins. Like when people come to our parties, we go up there and we say, Hey, 
this is how this is and thing, blah blah blah. Just you know that you know this and everything like that. Maybe you should think about this. Maybe you should do blah blah blah. We're giving them that guidance. We're not trying to tell them, hey, this is what you got to do. No, you might want to think about this. There's this. There's that. There's this. And I love being able to talk to people and telling people, hey, you know, this is what we've learned in all our years of doing it. You know, first and foremost, have fun. If you're not having fun, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it at all. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know. You know, and I think, too, that people, they, I I think, I think being a newbie, anything could happen. Anything could happen. And you can set your own rules, yes. But also, talk to another couple that's a newbie, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Talk to them and see, like, hey, what are your rules against my rules? Right. Maybe, Maybe what you think is a rule is actually not a thing. That's true. You know, that's a and, good idea. And and that's why, you know, talk to other people and then talk to the OGs, talk to the veterans, talk, talk to everybody, Yeah, man. talk to somebody that talk really to knows everybody. Yeah. And that has been the lifestyle for a while and say, you know what? I have this fear of somebody doing something that I don't want them to do. And then the, you're going to get an OG that says that's not a thing. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, you hear that newbies? Talk it out. <laughs> all right that wraps it up for this episode we are the sweet spot on cassidy facebook and kick also the sweet spot 13 on the sls and sdc the sweet spot ls on twitter you can also look us up on our groups the sweet spot and come really crew on cassidy or you can come and join us at one or all of our parties which are all located in the riverside county area please look us up on cassidy kick and facebook for all party postings as well uh, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to ask us or a topic that you want us to bring up, please leave us a message. You know, those who know us personally, give us a, t- a text or a message on there and we'll we'll answer them. OK, in the meantime, I am the Drew. And as always, Princess Sophia, take care, everybody.